You are now listening to the Hunter's Advantage Podcast. We preserve the history and sport of hunting through curious conversation and action-packed hunts, as well as offering you tips and strategy for more successful hunts. What's up, folks? This is Hunter's Advantage Podcast number 87. We are headed to the Total Archery Challenge in Beaver's Bend, Oklahoma. Man, you don't sound too excited about that. <laughs> Woo! There we go. Woo! We are on the road, and how far we got, Jake? Uh, we have an hour and four minutes. We are driving Abby's car to save on Joe Biden gas. Uh, we're trying to be eco-friendly here at Hunter's Advantage, but uh, here in a couple hours, we probably won't be too eco-friendly. We're probably going to pollute the earth with a couple of our arrows. Some of mine are going to get sent into a dimension that where they shall never return. <laughs> probably in a lake or probably... Is that a bob... Oh, no, it's a rabbit. I literally thought that was a bobcat. That was cool. If you can hear the echoes, it's because we're driving in the car, but it's the best that we can do. Jake's literally holding his podcast mic like a like a roadie. I got... I'm, I'm steering the steering wheel with my knee. I'm holding the phone for the directions, and then I'm holding the podcast mic in the other hand, so... Uh, just bear with us. If you can do math, that's like three hands. Yeah, it is, but I got a knee. And a knee. So we're headed to tack and pre- fully prepared to lose a lot of arrows. I, unlike Jake, I'm a smart man, so I invested in some $7 arrows. When did you do that, though? Mm, that's irrelevant. When did you do that? I, I did that two two days ago. Okay. Or no, Thursday. Yeah, oh my God. We got a wrecked Mustang on the side of the road. <laughs> Ford. <sighs> Dude. <laughs> you say that, but the Ford is the one that's getting us to the Total Archer Challenge. Yeah, thanks to Joe Biden. If Trump was still president, then I'd be driving my damn truck. That's so true. This $4 gas, is it's its tough on us. Uh, but no, I got some i got some $7 arrows, so I'm fully prepared to, to lose some. Jake is not, though. As long as I don't lose more than six, uh, we should be good. You're going to be placing another black, black Ovis order, though. If you lose more than six. Um, I'm going to be placing another Black Ovis order regardless. You think so? Yeah. How yeah, many you got left? I have six. Oh, you have. Oh, you literally have six? I have six arrows. I have I have nine, but three of them are like at home, either bent or uh, the tips got stuck in wood when I was trying to shoot some bombs. And uh, getting them out, it kind of damaged the tip of it uh, where the broadhead kind of screws on. I don't know what that's called. The insert. The insert, yes. Wait, how did how did you hit wood? So the back target uh, at my mom's, I have it leaned up against basically a wood post. Mm. And sometimes people shoot a little high. Sometimes. And then one of them, though, uh, I tried to use that 3D target at like 35 yards. Did you sail through it? Sailed through it, and it hit the post. So that was one of them. So everybody talk like I know the, the ranch ferry, and everyone talks about shooting like 550-plus grain arrows. It's really awesome until you go to shoot targets. How many times did we shoot through our freaking target at Filson's? Uh, <laughs> that trailer bit. park probably has seen a few arrows fly through it. If this says anything, uh, that target works better as a decoy now than an actual target. Dude, but I don't even know, like, even the really good targets, if they could stop those heavy arrows. Like, well, I haven't... We're about to find out. You know which which target can, though? is that crossbow target that I bought. Remember that oh, little block yeah. one? Yeah, that is true. the only one that's been able to stop that. Hmm. Well, if uh, any of the listeners have any good uh, good budget-friendly targets that uh, they wouldn't mind sharing with us, just be sure to DM us on Instagram. 
that stop very heavy arrows. Yes, 525 grain arrows. So that's what I'm shooting today. Uh, what's your arrow setup like? So I'm shooting some cheap Easton 300 spine. Uh, I think they are uh, eight or like eight grains per inch, eight or nine, one of the two. And so they're effectively 25% less weight right there. So you can do the math. What's 25% of 525? You really want me to try to get on my calculator right now while I'm driving? No, no, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think in my head. It's not that hard. 125. Yeah, so so that'd be about 130 off. Take 130 off 525. Yeah. So 400. Sure. Yeah, around 400 grains. 395. Yeah, 395. But I uh, so my sight tape changed so much when I switched to these arrows, like. My 20 and 40, there was, like, a massive gap. Now, like, my 20, my 30, my 40, my 50, they're all, like, stacked together. I had really? barely have to scroll my wheel. Before, I was having to, like, crank it all the way down. I was only getting, like, 56 yards of clearance. You got to check the – you need a one of those cell phone holders in here. Yeah, well, uh, I do in my truck. But, like I said, we're an Abby's vehicle, okay? How does she get anywhere? What do you mean? How does she get anywhere she without a – She's from work, okay? Wait, where? That's the only place she needs to go, too. <laughs> Where's she going besides home to me? That's true. That's true. And the, and the tea shop. I can see the tea shop. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, that's actually mine. We uh, we stopped in there yesterday evening and got one through the icebox because they weren't going to be open at 5 a.m. when I left this morning. I think you and Abby. Is, is that the one in Venita? Yep. I think you and Abby might be keeping that place open well, single handedly. No, 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 Abby no. might be. They do. Okay. Abby stops in literally every single day, but we kind of get a discount since my uncle kind of opened that. Oh, is it Justin and the owner? Yeah, yeah okay. they opened it. Yeah, so dude, the town of Anita better not hear that. They know that they're they're gonna be pissed about buying their tea there. Well, you know. So, what's hilarious about the teas is uh, a guy that I follow on Facebook. He uh, he makes the teas and he's always like selling oh, that, these ones. He's like, they can burn fat. <laughs> I maybe, maybe. Uh, Dalton or whatever. Or? No, this is a different guy. Okay. He's he might listen to this. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, he uh, he sells the teas, and he's like, "Come in and get a fat burning tea." And I'm like, w- "What?" He has to, I mean, hey, he he has to try to sell them, you know. That's his job. So, say what you're gonna say. Kind of like we try to sell that uh, we kill big deer. <laughs> we don't. Yes. So it's understandable. It's just like a uh, marketing ploy. It's a hundred percent a marketing ploy. So it's really funny though, because I feel like one one of these days they're gonna be like, "Come get the cancer tea. It will literally cure it." Hey, I'll I'll try it. I would I would try it in that in that circumstance. Have you ever been to this this uh, this far east down here? I guess I, we came to our our guys trip down here. Yeah, but I, I mean I wasn't paying attention. I was kind of we were all kind of popping bottles. <laughs> no. So, uh, Who's you ride down here with? Hunter Garrett and uh, I want to say Jared Hayes, but I don't think so. No, I feel Hunter like Hunter Garrett and someone else. We are in the we are in the big buck capital right now. As we are driving, I was thinking about that as we were driving up here to shed hunt yesterday. Oh, I forgot! I forgot to talk about that. The women shed hunting, or my uncle and everybody's been shed hunting down here on public land, and they found twenty-one yesterday evening in three hours. Yep, twenty-one and, and some really good ones. But I was looking at the map, and there's these sections of highways that come through southeast Oklahoma. There's some sections where there's not a road for thirty miles, like in between, hmm. like no little road, like just driveways. That's why the deer are so big. That is true. Well, 
but but there's no deer down here in southeast Oklahoma. You there's guys need to go to Kansas no or Texas. No deer. Go to yeah. Kansas, Arkansas, Wisconsin. Oh, your people on people on TikTok. You've been calling out the Wisconsin people. Yeah. So we've been doing this <laughs> series on TikTok about like Booner bucks or like record book bucks, like who has the most in the books, and Wisconsin has the most by like dude by what tw- two three x of any of the other states. Uh, quite a few. They have more more Booners per square mile than than uh, than a lot of a lot of states put together. Okay, and. What have the Wisconsin people been saying? And hold on, let me adjust this. Oh, is that how you do it? Yeah. Nice. Oh, so I can just hold it like that. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, nifty. Kind of just point it a little closer. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Right what, here? Yes. What have the Wisconsin people been saying in the comments about oh, you talking about Wisconsin? They've been super friendly telling us to try to come up and hunt and, like, uh, you know, saying everybody's invited, basically. Especially the Buffalo County folks. Especially the Buffalo County folks, yes. Yeah, they've been, they've been super, super... Uh, What's the word I'm trying to think of? Just welcoming. Welcoming, yes, yes, that's a that's a great word. But but really though, how have they been? Uh, they've been basically saying we need to keep the state's name out of our mouths, and uh, <laughs> basically we're ruining hunting for everybody else. So that's great. There was a few that were like, "You can't afford land in Buffalo County because of people like this." <laughs> Jokes on you! I can't afford land anywhere, kid. <laughs> I can't afford it down here in in the hills in the mountains in southeast Oklahoma. I yeah. definitely can't afford it in Pike County, Illinois, no or way. Iowa, or Wisconsin. But that was kind of confusing. I didn't realize that Wisconsin was such a big buck. Oh up. no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think of that. I was thinking like Kansas would be. I think Kansas was number six. That was a big question. And uh, hopefully, hopefully here in a couple months we can uh, see that for ourselves. Yeah, that, uh, that's a good update for the listeners. We are we are putting in for Kansas this month. It's officially April now. We have to put in by this month. So, I uh, I'm I'm hopeful. But if not, what were we talking about yesterday on our on our possible backup plans? Uh, kind of doing a little flippity flip in uh, Arkansas. Uh, we've seen on YouTube quite a few people have uh, a difficult time in Arkansas, and we think it'd be really cool and kind of rewarding to. Uh, to try to harvest a buck. I mean, it doesn't have to be the biggest buck, but we think we can get it done kind of uh, kind of down here in, uh, oh, what would that be, south, southwest, southwest Arkansas? Southwest Arkansas, yeah. Yeah, that's where we would we would kind of plan on going. Well, it's kind of our, it's kind of the bread and butter, like same sort of terrain that we hunt down here a lot. And I feel like it'd be, uh, there'd be some synergies jump, just jumping over the state line. kind of what I'm thinking. I'm, same thing, deer don't. Deer don't abide by uh, man-made boundaries, so uh, it. I think it basically would be like hunting southeast Oklahoma. One of the things we talked about, though, from the viewer's perspective, is it's really, um, like, it's really fun to to watch something that's like, I guess, more challenging and and more relatable. Like some some people are hunting states like Louisiana or Alabama or Arkansas that aren't thought of as like really big buck states and maybe have a lower deer density. And I think, I think it's be really impressive to go somewhere like that and get it done versus like, it's always, it's really cool to watch videos from Ohio and Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin. But when people get it done, like in Alabama, Louisiana and freaking Arkansas, I'm always impressed. Yeah, it would be kind of, it would be kind of crazy. And to be able to try to get it done in like a weekend, that's another big thing. Driving down one weekend, maybe a little extended weekend, two, three days, and uh, try to get it done. So that's probably what we're going to try to be doing. 
but all we're doing now basically is just trying to build up brownie points oh exactly with the with the ladies <laughs> yeah yeah you got to have that you got to get the permission but that's what, what that's what we were talking about yesterday on the phone was like most people they might not be able most people might not even be able to take a whole week off for deer hunting let alone uh like get to go on a big trip so like some people might only have a weekend to deer hunt and what's more relatable than getting in the truck driving four or five hours getting out and trying to get it done in a weekend that that's a lot of people's reality that that is hunting and i feel like that's super relatable content no absolutely absolutely but that's 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 on down the road but i i just feel like we need to focus in on uh on the task at hand total archer challenge oh yes oh yes i've never even like shot at like any type of 3d course before in my life have you really not? I've, I've never. Okay, so this is why you've got all the, the juices flowing, is because you've never shot 3D before. Yeah, yeah. This is a I terrible am, place to start shooting 3D. That's fine. That's fine, okay? All I'm saying is the only 3D thing I've ever shot at would be that that uh, 3D target that we bought back in college. The Glendale Full Rut. The, yes. The one that you yes. shot your that's, decoy that's buck over. That's the only thing I've ever shot. That's really, uh, I can't believe so, that. But I have been watching videos, and there's like, like, uh, they kind of, I, I don't know if, if it's going to be kind of the same ordeal, but uh, from the past uh, tack videos that I've seen, they're pretty creative with their, uh, with their shots. Like a bedded doe at like 82 yards and stuff like that, like uphill, and it's just like, oh. I've been trying to get some sneak peeks of people on Facebook, like Aaron and, and Coop and just our Facebook friends, and... Uh, one of the one of the ones I saw was like hundred and plus hundred plus yards across a lake, like on a bedded deer, and that one looks pretty freaking awesome. Like it's a challenge. <laughs> so you want to hear something funny about total archery challenge? Justin asked me. He said, "What are you guys like gonna go work out and then go shoot your bows or something?" He was like act, thinking it was like a fitness challenge that we were going to do, like really? rucking up a mountain <laughs> and then grabbing your bow and trying to shoot. I mean, I wouldn't have known anything either. I mean. The only reason I know it is just because, like, YouTube and stuff. Like, I wouldn't know what to think. Well, Justin also calls us the News on 6, which is kind of funny. Every time we call it, we carry our cameras out to the to the woods. He calls us the News on 6 because we look like we're <laughs> about to go shoot, like, a segment for the news. Well. Dude, but I was talking with Cole, uh, the guy who, got, who set my prime up and sold me those arrows the other day. And uh, we were talking about, like, the difference between shooting a bag and 3D targets. And we were talking, we talked to probably for 10 minutes about like the target panic and anxiety you get on like a 3D animal versus like a bag. Because I feel like most people, um, this is a big generalization, but I feel like most people just go out there right before season and start pounding the bag. And just as oh, yeah, soon that's as you're, for yeah, sure. but as soon as your pin gets on the bag, you just, you just kind of release, right? You're just trying to like get a relative shot, but on 3D, when when uh, your that float starts to happen and your pin is mm-hmm. off the target, it gives you a ton of anxiety, especially on a long range shot. Like imagine when your pin's only on the target for a couple seconds and it goes off. Well, all I'm saying is I haven't picked up my bow since deer season, and I picked it up yesterday and shot like eight times, like at, at like different yardages, just to make sure like my my sight wasn't like severely off. And uh, so my motto today is uh, if it's foam, it's home. <laughs> Where did you find that? You did not. You met, you no, found that on I somebody's did. I, podcast. It was on YouTube. Yes. If it's foam, it's home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
give me a little bit and I'll and I'll come up with my own saying, but I guarantee it ain't gonna be as good. If it's foam, it's if it's home. foam, it's home, baby. That's all I'm counting is oh yeah is, is yeah. a hit, baby. Yeah, that's fine. I was talking with Mike uh, and he at camp yesterday, and he was saying that there's some like most of the total archery challenges they'll put like a giraffe on here and he said that you have to get on the ladder to get your arrow like uh-huh. it's like 10 foot off the ground he said he said it ain't a he said it's not like a mini giraffe he said it's a real giraffe so they're it's, just trying to get you winded that's all huh it, yes okay somebody's gonna have to hold the ladder for us to get up there and get our arrows we'll make chad do that yeah seriously that'd be funny waddle up there baby yeah i'm i'm really excited i don't know is it a 25 target course or is uh, it 30 i have no clue i heard i heard that like they're different links so whichever course you picked is uh like depends on the length so i saw coop's story yesterday and they i don't had know to, which one we're doing i don't know either the they had to boat for the sick course they had to boat across the lake to get to the course shut up no like there was like a ferry taking people taking people across the lake to go shoot the that's course that's bad to the bone it's that's pretty kinda, awesome yeah huh and i i mean I don't know. I, I thought it was a fairly expensive 3D course to shoot. What was it, like 70 bucks? 75 bucks? Uh, something like that? Yeah, 75, 80, but something like that. They might be, you might get your full money's worth out here at TAC. I don't know. Oh, no, it, I won't. I won't. Uh, because if you think about it, like you're spending 80 bucks for the course. Yes. And then you got, you need, and you got the Joe Biden gas. And then full, full you out. have the Lost Arrows. See, that's why you need, you should have sided in for my $7 arrows. Well, I'm not about to do that because. So, when you did that, did you just remove your old sight tape and then just... So, yes, I took... See, I don't like doing that because then it's just like all my hard work, all the little tweaking I did last summer and stuff like that, like it just all gets ruined just because I peeled that sight tape off. But think about it this way. That sight tape has a number on it, right? Mm -hmm. So, you take a picture of that number. You know which number (laughs) it is. And you know the next time that you switch your sight tape out from a lighter arrow back to your heavy arrow. Right. You have all you have to do is get your twenty and then you're good to go. Cause you know, hey, if this is dialed in at twenty, this is the right sight tape for this arrow setup. And it's right back on. That's true. So really it's just figuring out what is my light arrow sight tape and what is my But it's a little bit different from the three pin to the one pin because True. You're not because you have to figure out your gaps. Yes, yes. Exactly. I have to that's figure true. out my gaps. And then, I mean, I guess I could just have, have like, only use my bottom pin when it comes to that and and then just bank the other arrow set up off that and then, and then keep the gaps the same for uh, my whitetail arrows, basically. Yeah. So I could do it that way, but then it's just, like, it, it just feels wrong. You know what I mean? It's just, like, so basically now I just have two pins that don't do anything. Yeah, that's not worth so, it. So... What I want to do is, I love spot hog. Like, like I like, okay, let me rephrase that. I like the spot hog side I have. I haven't tried the other ones. Yes. But I have the Fast Eddie XL. The 3 And you can't, you can't just take off that wheel and replace it with another one. So what I want to eventually do is buy another one, but probably a uh, one-pin side. And mm. with it also being a dovetail. And that way I can just slide that rail out with my whitetail sight tape and all that stuff off and then be able to just grab the other set of arrows grab the other sight and slide that one in the dovetail and, and all it would literally take is just one little screw loosen the screw pop one side out loosen the other screw pop the other one in and then that's my setup 
So you're talking, you'd have two completely different sites, and they're yes. just set up for two that's different That's what I want to do, but that Fast Eddie is like, that's like a $370 site, and it's just like, I'm not going to do that right now. I can't believe that Dude, a site costs so that good. much. Like, it's heavy, but you can tell that, like, granted, I'm not trying to trying to suck uh, Spot Hog off at all, but I have not had one problem with it, and you would think that with the amount of like little micro adjustments you can do on it it's just like oh hey that's just that's just something that like uh oh what am i trying to say that's with with all those little micro adjustments and all the movable parts that's just more things that can loosen up over time right that could go wrong it's been over or almost a year since i first sighted it in and i've only had to tighten one like just a site housing up by itself and other than that like it's it's lasted throughout deer camp up and down a tree uh and it's gotten banged around enough and it's still holding true after not shooting it for a couple months and then shooting it yesterday i shot it in like 96 yards and it was doing great so that's pretty impressive i'm not i have nothing to complain about with that site i've pulled my bow out of the bag before when i shot a three pin and it been off by like a foot Really? Yeah, just like you know, loose like loose pins, and they move around, or well, your sight shifts to the left or to the right. Do you know which which site that was? No idea. This has okay. been years ago. Well, the, the thing about Spot Hog, and the only reason I know this, is just because we're planning on shooting a review video this weekend on it. Yes. And uh, the sucker's heavy, right? And it's made out of out of uh, like really good aluminum. Let me check the maps. I should have turned right there. Just right there, yep. dude. You got intuition. You, you knew your body. Your body knew I, you should have turned. Right. Literally, I looked down and I was like, "Something's, something's off." You got it right there. Yeah, and probably best I turn around right here instead of trying to just make it reroute because we have no signal. Exactly. But uh, what I was saying is, it's made out of like heavy duty aluminum, and it's all made in the USA. And so you know it ain't that cheap, cheap aluminum because that site's heavy. Yeah, it is. It's pretty darn heavy. But, uh, it's got a lot of little individual like cutout holes in it too to make it lighter, like the yeah. dovetail. Yeah, that's dude, I love it. But I, you, I mean, side. you think the spot hog's cool? Has your my HHA has fell out of the tree twenty yards <laughs> it, it, down onto the ground. Now I haven't I haven't tested that out yet, but uh, rip whoever bought my old Matthews Triax because that thing had been doinked off the ground a couple times from the tree. Were you with me when I dropped it out of the tree? Or was think, it just? I, I think Carol was with you. Oh, that's right. It was in uh it was, it was in, in call. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was in call and I dude, I absolutely I shot a coyote that morning and then I doinked my bow out of the tree <laughs> and it it bounced off the ground. Thankfully, it was mostly mud. You mean you shot that wolf? Oh my god. <laughs> Tell him that story. Okay. You know, you know they ain't going to listen to this damn podcast. Well, if they, if they do, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not. I, I love you guys. <laughs> Stop. No. Um so <laughs> piss me off. My uh my wife has some some family members that are vegan, and uh, I post I obviously post pretty much every kill shot that I have on as you should on Facebook because I don't have most of my friends on Facebook are just people that hunt like mm-hmm. and if they're not they're people from high school and I don't really care yeah. so I I posted this picture of this coyote that I shot out on public land with my bow it was pretty freaking awesome and I put it over I like kind of perched it up on this uh, this fall down tree and I held my bow up and I was pretty proud of it because. I haven't shot many coyotes with my bow. That was a good that, shot. Yeah, it might have been the only coyote I've ever shot with my bow. But I was proud of it, and I put it on Facebook, and uh, her family was like, hey, 
I usually try to be silent because you eat deer and stuff. And he was, she, she said, uh, but I cannot stand for this one. You shot. I, why would you shoot a wolf? And she said, why would you shoot a wolf? You're not going to eat it, are you? And then everybody started going at her in the comments. They're like, that's a coyote. Like, it's very hard to take you seriously when you thought a coyote was a wolf. Yeah, it's just like, if you're going to say something, make sure you have your facts right. Well, when's the last time you've seen a 20-pound wolf? It was a small coyote, too. It wasn't a big one. No. Uh, yeah. I didn't know wolves were native to Oklahoma. I think they used to be. At, at a time. At, at one time. <laughs> There was a what was what's the big cat that was free ranging North America? North American jaguar. I know you've heard about that. The jaguar? There used to be a North American jaguar. Oh, uh, I think I think they were there, and so uh, uh, that's what ate the antelope back in the day. And that's what made the antelope so freaking fast. Probably. Well, evolutionary biology. Hmm. They have to get fast, right? Because antelope can run. Well, it's like sixty miles an hour, isn't it? Dear Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Antelopes can run pretty fast is what we're trying to say. Uh, because of the North American jaguar. I wonder if they have any, like, remains of a North American jaguar. Oh, I'm sure. I would love to see that. How big is a jaguar? They're fairly big, right? Like a like a cougar size. I wouldn't want to get close enough to one. We so. went and saw one in the zoo in Fort Worth, and it was terrifying how, how cool those things are. They're in their camouflage pattern. I do want it's to just hard it. to think of that, like, I mean, granted, I'm sure all this landscape was completely different, right? Because fire burned through most of the Midwest. Are we considered Midwest? I, I think technically, yeah. Okay. Because I would consider I would, the South. Yeah, same, same. But, yeah, fire used to burn all throughout the Midwest, right? And so, like, we didn't have, a whole, like, as many cedars as we do now because cedars don't like fire, right? And so. Is that the only way to get rid of them? That's probably the most effective way to get rid of them. Is burn them? Is burn because they they they're not very fire tolerant. Hmm. I didn't really think about that. So you're saying that the, there was used to be on fire. The North America used to be on fire. Well, just just different terrain, and and obviously, I mean, don't quote me on this because I'm just kind of blowing. He's smoke. not a chemist. I'm not. I'm not a biologist. Okay. I'm not. You do have a wildlife biology degree, though. Yeah, I do, but. I was saying that as, like, the gender studies joke that's going around. Oh, I'm not a biologist. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, are you a boy or a girl? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. It's like, okay, bud. But, uh, yeah. Damn, I thought, I forgot where I was going. I immediately thought of Uncle Joe. Have you seen Sleepy the... Sleepy Joe. Have you seen the, the, hey, what's two plus four? I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so funny. Dude, you can go on and on about <laughs> that crap. I'm going to start doing that at work. Heck. I think I think this uh, shoot. I don't even know when youth season is, but I think we can hunt it. Identify as a youth hunter. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Literally. funny. Uh, they're gonna ask me questions at work. What what gigahertz is this processor? And I'm gonna say I don't. I'm not an engineer. I don't know. It's as many as you want. Yeah, it, it can be whatever it it mm-hmm. wants to be. That's true. That's so. I I've seen so many youth turkey hunter jokes on TikTok. Jesus, dude, this hill. Yeah, we're we're out in the the boonies right now too. So please don't lose a tire. Uh. <laughs> Well, you ain't driving, so. Uh, so, dude, this is so. I'm this is a really legit clear cut. It. This is what an actual clear cut looks like. Mm-hmm. We we get those select cuts where we hunt. These are actual clear cuts. Well, down uh, down where Richie and them hunt. That's th- I mean, this is the type of stuff. That's all they hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's that's what I was hunting too when Justin took me. Is just literal clear cuts, and it's it makes sense. Like where we hunt, there's a lot of uh, 
they do burns and stuff, so there's new stuff coming up in those select cuts. But down here, they don't burn, so they just do those cuts. Like they don't burn down here. There's uh, not a bio- there's not a biologist to burn all that, and it's also not a WMA. It's timber company land, mm-hmm. so the timber company is not going to let you come and burn. They're just doing doing logging stuff, huh? They're just doing logging stuff. <clears throat> I mean, that's really the only only way you can get around down down in southeast Oklahoma on a lot of these places is the logging roads, or else there'd be, literally be no roads. If we didn't hunt where we hunted, I wouldn't be off the road very far. That's for sure. <clears throat> I think Richie and them got the right strategy hunting. Oh, absolutely, hundred yards because those are really not even roads; they're just paths that the logging tracks, company. Yeah, 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 they're just yeah. Yeah, look at that. But imagine how many two tracks are down there. So, like, if you didn't have Onyx, or even if you had Onyx and you didn't have a downloaded map and your Onyx didn't work, imagine walking off the road and then sitting in a stand, coming back, and you accidentally, you know, veer left or right, and you come upon a separate two track. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's a lot of two tracks down there just leading different ways, whether it's old or new. And I feel like that would be a place you would not want to get lost. <clears throat> no, because Justin has a... I had to have Justin come on and tell the story one time of him, he got lost one day. And he said he walked like 20 miles. He would be... That would be a good story to get him on there. Just so that people can hear the way, you know... That he tells stories? He describes it, yes. We need to get like a, the headset mics so that he could literally just put the <laughs> headset on and just talk. Yeah. It'd be pretty awesome. Um, no, yeah, I've got I've got lost down there before, for like four to five hours. Justin let me drive his truck, and I shot a doe, and I, it, you know, it was a doe, so people weren't putting a lot of effort into finding it, and that kind of that kind of upset me. So I went back the next morning and tried to find it, and I got completely lost. That's and probably why they didn't give much effort. Yes, probably because they still don't use Onyx. I don't know how. Well, they're just better woodsmen than I. Oh, absolutely. But. I was I want I got back on this you talking about true two tracks I got back on this two track road and I was like you know what I will come through a road at some point if I walk down this two track I walked for probably an hour and a half and guess I walked up on a fire and I was like what is going on <laughs> I I that the two track I was on led right back to camp and they were like hey where's the truck and I'm like dude do y'all's walkie talkies not work I've been lost for like four hours, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, we're glad to have you back." And I, dude, I'm like fourteen. We just thought you were hunting all day. No, seriously, and I'm like fourteen at the time, so I'm like traumatized because I'm like, I thought I was about to die, and they're just like <laughs> laughing. They're like, "You want some breakfast?" Uh, they were just having, they were laughing it up. They were like, "Well, we weren't gonna come look for you because you had the truck," and I was like, "Yeah, but, dude, I'm fourteen, and you guys didn't hear from me on the walkie-talkie." Yeah. That's that just shows how they treat you down in down in the woods well, g up man <laughs> up it's time to g up dude come on man some theo vaughn that's funny that's my getting lost in in the big woods story i don't think people realize that there's the big woods in oklahoma because i've kind of talked to people on from pennsylvania on the podcast before like bo martonic i'm like oh yeah we hunt the big woods sometimes down in southeast oklahoma he's like oh yeah and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, no, that's kind of that's kind of how I think they think about it. Mm-hmm. Until you drive down here and you're like, oh, this is remote. Yeah, but you have to get in a certain part of the state for that. Like, kind kind of like you were talking with Dallas Barber about. Like, Oklahoma has so much diversity; it's like almost not even funny. Because you have basically the plains out in northwest and kind of what would that be? West central. Yeah. And then. Yeah. 
Snyder's kind of the same way, so that I'd consider that southwest. That's mountainous, though. Snyder's has the Wichita's. True. I okay. mean, and those are that's a legit mountain range. Those are like they're only like two thousand feet elevation, but they're legit mountains. Okay, so so then you have your mountains, and then in central, that's that's also the Wichita's, right? Uh, central Oklahoma. Like OKC, just, it's just like plains. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just plains. It's kind of hard to put a put a thumb on it with all the concrete there. But uh, and then you have northeast, which is basically just more Kansas or less less at, less monoculture. Like, but you get areas into the in but you get into like some of the Ozarks when you get into northeast Oklahoma. Like some yeah, of the, it starts to look like the Ozarks. That's like more like, like like east central though. Yeah, somewhat. But you start to get into like places like Spavanaugh, it looks more Ozarky. And then yeah. you get into Missouri, and it's pretty much the Ozarks immediately. And then you got here, southeast Oklahoma, the Kayamichi Mountain Range, which is yeah, which is the yeah, it's it's the big woods. I'd I consider mean, it big woods. I mean, because you walk around enough, you're going to find those those like like super super deep embankments, or as people in Pennsylvania like call them, cliffs. Yes, because you get those cliffs. I guarantee you, there's there's some that if if you lose your footing, you're tumbling all the way to the bottom. I mean, it, I think it says a lot that these there's hundreds of thousands of acres owned by timber companies. That shows you that you're pretty much in the big woods, yeah, in, yeah. in my mind. Like here's another clear cut right here. Yeah, we're driving through these. How big are these clear cut? I mean, oh, hundreds I of acres, yeah, maybe thousands. Some of them got to be thousands. I wouldn't even know, dude. And it's just big big pine and, I mean, is there is there cedars here too? Is there a fair amount of cedars? Not many. Uh... Not many. I mean, these are just thick pines right now. Mostly pines, and then oh, there's some mix of oak, oaks, but yeah, that's yeah, pretty sure. much it, just pines. And it's some of my favorite places to hunt. I, I love how it looks. Oh, yeah. And it every is. tree, and as a bow hunter, every well, tree is a tree. It's just the understory is different because back back where, where we're from in northeast, it's like you have somewhat of a top canopy, but... It's mostly like like cedars and oaks and stuff like that, and so the understory is just, just the most stupidest vegetation ever. Like, uh, you get all those briars and stuff like that, and like like those just invasive like BS new- plants. Yeah, basically. I'm not I'm not no freaking uh, oh what do they call it? Study of plants. Uh, oh, botany- and botanist. Okay, botanist. Yeah, I'm not one of those. I took the classes, but I cheated. Okay. I have I have this it's called picture this on an iPhone and that's how I pass botany you take a picture of it it'll scan it somehow some way do its little techno thing and it'll tell you what what plant that is well that's a that's a good hack for you wildlife biology majors out there yes if you're trying to pass botany I would I would recommend it because it saved my butt a couple times Another thing that's interesting about the under canopy or the the understory in the pines down here is literally just the whole ground is pine needles and rocks. And that's awesome. It is awesome. It's fairly quiet to yeah. walk in, yeah. which also kind of sucks when deer sneak up on you because you're like, how? How'd they get right there? And you're like, oh, it's all pine needles. That's fairly easy to think about. There, There is a fair amount of leaves on the ground, though, if you're hunting oak, oak flats. Yeah, which... and. I'm sure that's kind of what you want to want to pick out, especially if you're on public and and basically pine country. You're you're going to want to find that the, those oaks for food sources. So I mean, you should be hunting around some loose leaf. What else is there to eat besides besides acorns? They they can't be just I'm eating sure they those can native eat, grasses. Man. Yeah, 
I'm sure they're eating those those grasses, yeah. Some berries. There's some sort of berries. There's blackberries down here for sure. Blackberries, yep. Uh, Man, I don't know. I wish I knew more. The bears eat the blackberries too. Yeah, I don't know if 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 deer eat a whole bunch of forbs or not. I know I know antelope are like thrive. I mean, obviously cause that's about the only thing that grows in antelope country. Yeah. What's a forbs? Forbs, it's just like, man. Is it grass? I mean, yeah, it's like it's like a type of grass, but it's just like, I don't know. We can Google that later. I I ain't st- no gonna have to study up on our. Botany. I ain't no botanist. I, no I want to be. That'd be nice, dude. I I admire people that are bot that are like a like bro science botanist. Like they just like yeah. have a book. I went to Jake Air's house and he literally had a book about how to identify like a hundred trees. And I was oh, like, uh, what a book. What's that called? Uh, Den Dentrology or something, no idea something like that. But it it frustrates me when I go out with people and they're like, this is a post oak and this is <laughs> this a, is a burrow and this is a pin oak and I'm like. You know what I see? I see an oak. That is an oak. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. I see an acorn. Uh, so I, I didn't even know oaks were what produced acorns for the longest time. Well, you don't need that when you just but, said a corn. But hey, that's why. That's why all those old timers like know everything because they've been around, right? Like I'm sure. I'm sure here in 20 years, hopefully, I'll be able to know the difference between oaks. Exactly. I should, but. Uh, According to my bee and uh, field botany, I know the difference between oaks. According to my picture, this app. <laughs> yeah. No, no, use it because like literally, you can literally take a picture of it, save it in your phone, and then go back and upload the picture on it, and then scan that picture, and like that way, if you don't have any signal and you want to kind of figure out what something is, and it'll tell you. It's oh crazy. My gosh. What what a hack. How far out are we? We are 23 minutes. Dude. I can pull over at a gas station. It's bad. You know what? Here. Oh, no. I'm not giving up something to pee in. I'm just... I was, uh, I was about to say. <laughs> I'm uh, opening up a uh, chitty chitty bang bang. What, we got the rainbow unicorn rainbow bang. Rainbow unicorn bang. If you can create a drink company and sell drinks called the rainbow unicorn, anything is possible. Dude, it's good. It's good, and I haven't had a bang in a minute, so uh, I'm about to get the shakes. <laughs> the shakes. <laughs> I love it. What about the? Uh, I love it. I love how ma- it. I how love many? It. How many energy drinks did we bring that first week of November on our public uh, land hunt? We got a twelve of, like this one flavor of bang. We got another twelve of another flavor of bang, and then we got uh, those little, those little V8 V8 energizer things that that have like double the amount of caffeine as a regular cup of coffee. We got like two 12 packs of those. Red Bulls. We got like two six packs of Red Bulls, different flavors. And then we had those like uh, little little caffeine pouches that they put in water. You know, that, those, uh, those were all you. You put in water and you shake up. Oh, yeah, those are my jam. Just because, like, you know, you got to stay hydrated. And I don't know really how much. That was that was a gas station right oh, there. Yeah, it was. Well, hopefully, no cop. No cop, no stop. Literally. Is that. It, it, I don't even know if this is a gas station, man. They sell ice. They sell ice. Well, hopefully they got a bathroom. If not, you can pee by Billy Bob's Suburban right here. All right. I'm going to pause this. Break. We took a little pit stop, and let me tell you, nice, nice people. But the thing is, is uh, that store was like a, uh, whatever you needed, they had. So let me call, I would call that store a Swiss Army knife of stores. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anything from a chainsaw chain to um, a U-joint to what else do you need? Uh, a pizza. 
Uh, so what's funny is they handmade had, pizza. Homemade they pizza. had the Hunts Brothers pizza. You know you're in rural Oklahoma when you see Hunts Brothers pizza. They had one little ba- little oven well, that you could put in your kitchen. While you were emptying your guts out, uh, I was just kind of looking around and like literally they had everything. Like if you needed a snow shovel, whatever. And I was looking in the uh, in the uh, the little refrigerator, like icebox thing. Dude, they had ice cream. Big had, things well, ice no, cream. Well, they had I- they had ice cream and then. And and uh, the one beside it, they had a, like uh, kind of towards the side, they had a freezer full of, like a bag of pig ears. Pig ears. And then and th- I don't know if those were for like dogs or whatever, but then it just like literally, you can go in there get get your bang energy drink, and then right beside the freaking Swiss cheese is horse warmer, and it's just like okay. <laughs> Dude, I you love know that what? place. It's anything, but they're super nice people. What's awesome about that place too is when you use the restroom in there, there's about a six-inch crack at the bottom of the door. <laughs> so there, I promise you, there's no privacy. Oh, like well. if you're if you're ripping it up in there, people will know. It's Grandma funny. will shame you when you walk out. She she's, was really nice though. She's a sweet old lady. I felt obligated to buy a bag of ice after using her toilet. Well, and I and I did. And you did. We, we needed it, so it all worked out. Anyways, we are back on the road. We are 20 minutes out. From Total Archery Challenge, yes. Beaver's Bend. We were talking about this. Uh, I was talking about this with Cole when I was getting my arrows. He thinks it's going to be one of the, like, an Quick awesome turnout. I mean, we know personally probably 20 or 30 people that are going. Well, Saturday's usually the busiest day, too. Oh, I, yeah, I would assume. Because on the website, it was the first one sold out. And somehow, some way, we got to... Like, after they were already sold out, uh, I was going to uh, buy a ticket for Sunday because you, you bought a ticket for, for Saturday. And then yep. w- when I tried to get it, they were sold out. And I was like, well, if you cancel yours, we can just shoot on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think we both agreed to that. And then whenever I went to go buy both of our tickets, uh, they somehow, way had two slots open for Saturday. And I was like, steal. Snagged. So, so I don't know if that was just a system malfunction on their part or whether... Someone asked for a refund, and then they put it right back up on the site. So uh, Cole kind of acted like I was crazy when uh, when I told him I was only shooting one day. He's like, "Oh no, we're going to shoot all three days." Like most people I've talked to are like, "We're going to go shoot three well, days." I'm sure. I mean, this is our first time here, so and I'm sure it is a ball. Like from the way I hear, it's like a almost like a little a little bromance deal. Mm. Like people just get down here and just fling arrows. Yeah, have a good time. Eat. I saw that the Total Archer Challenge was, like, putting on, like, different places to eat forever. All the participants, like, they've got all the mm. booths out here where you can buy stuff. A really cool thing is they have the they have the ability you can shoot for a truck. Like, <laughs> Are you doing it? I probably will. Yeah. I brought some cash specifically yeah. for that. I think it's $1 an arrow. They got a Trophy Ridge truck. You see, if, if – I would borrow one of your arrows for that, but I just – mine's not dialed in, and I'm not even going to try if it's, Aim like, high, baby. If it's like, 120 yards – God can guide the arrow. Yeah, as he have he has before. As he has before. Yes, but the thing is, it's just like if I if my setup could go 120 yards, I'd, I'd do it. So, I'd I'd spend quite a quite a, quite a few dollars on arrows just to try to win it. Because so the caribou is at 111 yards. Shoot for the truck. Oh really? 111. Oh, I can do that. 111. I can do that. You can guess the mate. Top of the back, baby. Caribou's big. Does it just have to hit, or is it the closest person to, to the 12? So. I think you have to have a certain what happens is if you hit the ten, the X like if you hit a 10 or a 12 I think it's like a 12 they they have like a sticker on there mm-hmm. if you hit that sticker your name get you get an In entry a into a drawing so um how I saw it last time is there was like Those 50, are good odds. Yes. So Chris B 
he did it, and he ended up winning, winning the truck a couple years ago, the Chevy Trail Boss or whatever. What do you do with the truck? Like, like do they just... They use it still. Huh? Yeah, he still uses it. Really? Yeah. And their names, there's like 50 names in there what or however. You? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I would keep it. Would you keep it? 100%. Really? I'd sell my truck I have now. The market's crazy. I would sell my truck I have now. Yeah. No one's going to want a Trophy Ridge wrap truck. Are you sure? Okay, fair play. Maybe <laughs> maybe people will want it, but yeah. I feel like the resale value, you think it'd be more? It'd probably be less. Uh, I feel like it'd be a little bit more than you could normally sell for it. You think so? Yeah. You yeah, think there's a guys that love Trophy Ridge that much? Collector items, you know? I'm just saying. It could I would, be considered as a collector's item. I would sell my truck, and I would keep that one. Cause a Trophy Ridge wrap truck, you'd yes. cruise around in there. Yeah. Would you yeah. not? I'd be like, hey, if I get this truck, you're going to have to give me a little bit of incentive, and I'll and I'll keep this as my personal truck drive around. Because that's... that's Free marketing. Yeah. And so I'd be like, hey, if you give me a little bit of incentive, I'll keep this truck drive around. But if not, cash I'm out. Money. I'm selling it. Cash money. I feel like people usually sell them. Huh? I feel like people usually sell them. Yeah, why not? And I don't know. I, I'm sure they even say, hey, either you get the truck or we'll, we'll just give you X amount of cash. They might do that. They actually might. Yeah. One thing I thought about is, I was thinking about this one day, is a hunter's advantage wrapped truck. That would be if, badass. If we eventually got to that level, I would I wrap would my like truck. I would like a Toyota wrapped. Like a Tundra? Yes. That's That looks the sexiest wrapped, I think. But I'm not I'm not opposed, you know. I, so Dodge Ram. It's not a Dodge Ram, actually. It's a Fiat Ram. It's a Ram. It's a Fiat Ram. It ain't Ram. no damn Fiat. Fiat bought Ram. Yeah, technically, but that's like saying Facebook is Google. <laughs> no, you know not. what I mean? Yeah, because Google owns Facebook. No, they don't. Okay, Google owns about everything. That's like saying, hey, this is Google. No, no, sir. That's... that's no, that's YouTube. That's this. Yes. <laughs> no, try to get your way out of this one. It, it's Fiat. That is perfectly... That is a great explanation. That's probably one of my better ones. So, dude, it is a Tundra. Hmm. No, hmm. is that a Tundra? Yeah, that's oh, got to be that, a Tundra. That has that little camp thing up It's top got a too. roof rack. Yeah, it's got the camp. That's sick. Dude, I, you're telling me you wouldn't rock that thing. <sighs> I might I might, I might still, still, you know, five or ten bucks from me in the memo, yeah. So the people that are listening, it's like it's like a shadow gray. It's sick. And it's got Trophy Ridge on there, and it's like kind of speckled with yellow. It's pretty awesome. Black rims lifted, obviously. I'm shooting for it. Dude, if, if we got back to deer camp tonight and they were like, hey, come pick up your truck. No, oh. what would happen is is if I want it, you'd be driving this thing back to camp, and then you'd be showing up alone. I'm like, where's Jake? Not You'll there. see in a minute. Uh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like a little auction. Hey, give me four, give me four, give me four. <laughs> Gosh, that's a freaking awesome truck, especially with the truck market now. That's a $50,000 truck. If it's brand new, for sure 50. Brand new? I mean, I don't know what a damn Tundras are probably hold their value a lot better than, than well they're the creme de la creme of the the yeah. truck world you know considering mm, a tacoma yeah, could, is 35 probably grand. sell that for a pretty penny damn that's exciting i'm gonna try, try i'm it. gonna try try it you might as well why not 111 yards i was shooting at 96 and i was hitting the damn mcdonald's cup like the bottom of it no he's lying I hit it once out of six, <laughs> I, I hit it Here once out of truth. six arrows Here that's all i'm truth. saying but i had I had it on a little bag target, and I hit every single one of those arrows on the bag. So at 96 yards, they're 525 grain arrows. So kiss me butt. It's pretty funny because you were you were selling it like you were pegging it. I wasn't pegging it. I hit it once though, on the side. I clipped it. Hey, you put six bucks in and, and you get one entry. That'd be awesome. 
I bet people are going to be launching for that truck. I'm sure people will probably drop a hundred bucks. If people will spend money on a five dollar machine at the casino, they will definitely shoot a hundred arrows. I'm at sure this people will practice all year just for this opportunity. Imagine getting your name in there five or ten times, and then they don't pull your name. And you're like, no. Yeah. That would that, that would, would make suck. me upset. If I had one, I would say name hashtag rigged. Yeah, exactly. It's like the election. <laughs> True. <laughs> He's the most popular president. It's funny. His his approval by every measurable statistic, he's it's Joe huge. Biden is the most unpopular president we've ever had. Yes. So that's for another time. Go watch the Ben Shapiro show if you want to hear more about it. That's where I get my political news. Eleven minutes out. We're getting close. And and we have we've seen one gas station in the last hour, haven't we? That's fine. And it, it had one pump. That's fine because I guarantee you. I hope I hope they have porta potties here. They they better. And along the course is what I mean because I don't have to go now, but I I, I can kind of feel it churning and marinating a little bit. So what I told Justin is, uh, he said, "Do you want another omelet this morning?" I said, "No, I don't want to have to use the bathroom on the course." And he goes, yeah, make sure you're not within a thousand feet of a school. He goes, that'd be an awkward story. He said, well, you never know. <laughs> we got a good laugh about that this morning. My uncle got a, he's our camp chef at a, at deer camp, and he got a Blackstone. He has a Blackstone now. So yep, he's right. no longer cooking just with like a single burner and a cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. And he whipped up some omelets this morning on the Blackstone, and they were they were actually really good. I want one of those Blackstones now. After seeing him cook on it, dude, no dishes, no oh, skillets. You just scrape him. Literally, scrape, scrape it off. Yeah. You can cook burgers, pancakes, anything. Scrape and give the scraps to uh, old Edward. Old, old Smoke Edward. Yeah. Isn't that the name of that uh, that skunk? What do we name him? Oh, I don't know. I thought he was concussed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jordan had his dog Smokey up there, and he was he was living it up. Really? Oh yeah! Not only did he go get to get to go look for sheds, he also was eating those scraps, eggs, bacon. Mm. He was fat and happy up there. They'll probably end up finding a lot of sheds today. I'm sure. I would think so. I just that's crazy, dude. They found so many. I've net like. Mm. I think your eye has to be trained to see sheds. Well, I would I would think so because me I'm I'm more looking like along the horizon, like almost. Like I'm looking for movement for like deer or something because I'd rather see honestly like a deer than find a shed to be honest. Well, it depends how big of a shed. That's true. That's true. But just the fact that you, that you're looking for basically a, a hidden piece of bone. Yeah, that looks like, like a stick. Yeah, it's crazy. The one that I I was with Justin when he found one yesterday, and when that they've been burning a lot down here, and when that ground is really blackened, they do like the old ones stick out bad. Because they're white. Because they're white, but you get those ones that are charred or like a, you know an actual dark chocolate color, like the ones are down here. Mm. And I, I can't see them. I've just never been very good at finding sheds. Granted, I haven't put a lot of effort into it either. No. But I I'm not very good at it. Did I tell you I went the other day at, at Simmons's? Yeah. No fruit. I'm done. I'm done shed hunting that place because it ain't worth it. Because I bumped, I bumped that that same group of deer again, and it's just like I'm not, I'm not gonna chance it not worth it no yeah that stinks i i've never done really good in craig county finding sheds i've I found a few deadheads when i'm looking for other yeah. deer yeah you found a really good deadhead I the other day deadheads hanging in my garage you thought that was your deer i did we thought I it was really a deer that jake shot in what 17 yeah 2017 17. but it dang. was almost fishy though because like yeah it was super white and it was in some like 
super thick uh, like briars and stuff. But mm-hmm. when I walked up on it, it was like the jaw still in. Almost, I mean, I don't know if the jaw was, but the head, like the little, uh, little the bitty, nose piece. Yeah, that little bitty nose, like thin piece. Yep. That was still like intact and all that stuff. And I was like, "Here's the spine and you know the the the." The pelvis and all that stuff, all right here, and it's just like, hmm, this looks a little, L- bit little, little too uh, put together to be five years old. You think it was this season? I think so. Well, I only heard twenty shots a day come from the neighbors, so I, I, I'm, I'm. You kinda, think somebody eventually got a bullet in one? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised I only found one. To be honest, what kind of what kind of deer was that? Like, what quality of bucket was he? It, he looked he big was an in eight, the. Wasn't he? No eye guards. He, yeah. Yeah, he didn't have any eye guards, so he's basically a six. Yeah. Yes, and what was his frame know, like dude. on him? He looked like that one twenty class frame. Yeah, he had some mass, and like even without his eye guards, I think he, I think he'd score around one twenty, don't you? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, he looked eighteen inch, seventeen, to eighteen inches point. wide. Yeah, no, he, he looked was, like a really good buck. He he is a really good buck. Like I was. Did you get to look at the bottom jaw at all? Was he was it worn out, or did it wasn't? I don't know the if the jaw part? was there or not. Like like I, I never peeled the jaw off the jaw the jaw off of him, but. I really didn't look. I just seen the horns, picked it up, and I was like, "Oh, this is that deer!" And I immediately got on my phone, and, like, try to compare it. And yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the turkey. Well, the we called that buck that you shot the turkey foot buck because he had that that those triple points coming out of that one side. Yeah. And that's the first thing I saw. They had a, a the same frame, you know. But yeah. No. The yeah. the distinguishing feature was the turkey foot, and he didn't have that sadly. It that is what it been, is. That would have been but awesome. Maybe maybe that. I mean, the deer's probably dead by now, obviously, but. Uh, maybe he lived a long, happy life. Maybe. maybe he's on a wall somewhere. I for sure hit him, but I don't think he died. I think you don't think so? I don't know. You you didn't exactly have the biggest bedding area in there. How big? And is I it? walked through it like three days in a row. Yeah. Well, where else would they go? It was uh, the creek? Cross the creek. He could have crossed the creek, but we're in we're in Hochatown, aren't we? We're in Beaver's Bend. Yeah, we're. We're seven seven minutes away, three miles. Beaver's Bend is an interesting place. It's kind of populated. It, it's it's a really like big for tourists, and it's like they've kind of built it up just for tourism. Is this where we were for? Yeah, we ate right over there. Really? I think we ate back there. You gonna go left right here? Yeah, we're gonna go left right. Yeah, left right here. You think they're going to the same place? I'd I think so. We uh, and Carol and Hunter were talking about fishing. Down here, I like trout fishing, but dude, if I'm gonna go trout fishing, I want to go. To, I want to go to Run River. Honestly, I'd rather I'd rather go to Broke. Come down here. Why? It's they're bigger. I don't care. I mean, it's I can't fun. Catch them. It's fun to catch them, like like at Roaring River. But I didn't. I didn't. I I had the same mindset as you before I caught that one down here last time during the guys' trip because it was by far my biggest trout ever, and I was just what, like, a couple pounds probably. Yeah, and I was like, this is awesome. I understand. It. Plus, I like being able to see him though. Yeah, yeah. That that aspect of it's cool. Like, I, I feel like that'd be something that like me, you, Lauren, and Abby can come down here to Beaver's Bend. Yeah. No, no, no. To run. To run. Yeah. When when you want them to catch one. Yes. Yeah. So like so like basically because if we took them down here, the first thirty minutes, forty five minutes of us fishing, they're they're just gonna be like, hey, I'm, I'm go ready to go do something else, and just like y'all can go. Like that'd be fine. Uh, but. I like it down here because as long as Carol's with, because Carol knows all the spots. Yeah. I was I was having a pretty good, some some pretty good luck. Event parking only. What do we got going on here? Hmm. 
Got a whole bunch of red and blues on the side of the road. I assume they're just going to tell us where to go. Surely we don't need cash money for parking, right? Why would we need that? All right, guys, so our mics have been kind of cutting out a little bit, but we are here at the Total Archery Challenge, and we are fixing to park at the marina. The, this place is packed out. It is, uh, we've already got stopped by a biologist. Maybe we'll see some big names. Maybe we will see some big names, but um, we are fixing to park at the Total Archery Challenge, shoot the course, and we'll give you our thoughts on losing a few arrows afterwards. On the way back. On the way back. So that's what we got for you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and we will Thank you guys so much for checking out the Hunter's Advantage podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.